starting. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io. You're st oh, now we're live. Okay, I try again. Uh, I'm not sure if people heard that. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog, live and direct from Germany with the Startup News January 2019 Germany. And I do have Christian here with me from New York. Hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> live and direct from New York. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon from snowy frankfurt i just look outside and we still have a few snowflakes falling down this morning a snow covered all started to cover all of frankfurt let's hit the news startup rate.io calls this the january news but we kept collecting news pieces since after the last show so some news from december 2018 are included here and of course this recording is done in media corporation with our friends at Kroner metropole berlin sponsoring message startups.observer supports this program startups observer is like online dating for startups and investors it's by far the easiest and most efficient way to research potential investment candidates or look for potential investment tours learn more here startups.observer and then i found a hell lot about the ecosystem mainly vc numbers chris you want to take it yeah and i mean it definitely has to do with the fact that we are in january so there are many wrap-ups about what happened last year um probably first one related to uh, our area of interest is that um the european vc investment rose 4.2% in 2018. Um, the number of deals dropped though, meaning a deal per average gets more money. Uh, the number of deals dropped by 26%. Deal sizes got bigger. Reading between the lines here, this also indicates that investors were more interested in putting more money um, to companies at a later stage rather than smaller cash injections into younger startups, writes PitchBook. Um, 2018 also set an all-time high for investment dollars into female-founded startups, where we still have to say, well, there's still a lot of work to do because obviously in the startup and entrepreneurial sphere, uh, women in C-level or founding positions are still very rare. But Crunchbase found that at least 26.2 billion US dollars um, went to companies with at least one female co-founder. Co -founder. And the third one is that the European Tech Report 2018 said Startup funding slightly went down year over year to a uh, total of 24.7 billion across 3,000 deals, um, but exits are way up. So um, one quote that stood out there for me was what we also noticed is that fintech, medtech, health tech, transportation mobility and cybersecurity continue to be the main strongholds in European tech as reflected in both funding and exit numbers. The interesting thing there, no mention of shopping, for example. <laughs> and some more information on the European ICO market. Europe is the second biggest ICO market. Um, and other insights from Blockchain Ecosystem 2018 report by tech.eu. You see the link in our show notes, which we will post soon after this live recording down here. Um, according to research, Europe was the second largest ICO market in the world in 2018, both in terms of the number of deals and amount raised. Interestingly, it also came first 
in the average ICO round size, which almost reached 50 million US dollars. And now we get down to the single deals. EUstartups.com has the 10 European startups that raised mega rounds of 100 million or more in 2018. They start with Berlin-based Auto One at 460 million euros. That was one deal, not over time. There was SoftBank as an investor and ending with KitTech Moonbuck from London, which raised 132 million euros. And now Germany. German fintechs raised more raised for the first time more than one billion euros. Venture Capital reports German business publication Wirtschaftswoche. Those numbers are based on um, Baco Consulting, which is a small um, uh, startup-focused outfit here. And note, there are other numbers floating around, but it appears that they are all right. It depends on how you define fintech. And to more e-commerce in Germany was worth 65.1 billion euros in 2018. This is in the same league as the GDP of Luxembourg. Yes, all of this small country. No, we don't want to mock Luxembourg. We love the little country. And last but not least, Christian, you want to take it from Vogue? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, actually, I wanted to take the other one as well, but I was still on mute, so. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it's not from A new report from HSBC surveying 22,000, 22,000 foreign workers in 163 countries found that Germany seems to be the best country for expats. They cite having a great work-life balance. 70% um, said it was better in Germany and opportunities for career progression as a reason for their um, opinion. You can find more about that in um, probably a uh, an outlet that we haven't referenced so often yet, and it's on Vogue. <laughs> we also have uh, media partnerships. I mean, I can just quote it. We are media partners of Arctic 15, WWR, Arctic, sorry. We are media partners of Arctic 15, that is. And you can find them on www.arctic15.com, which is arctic15.com. And it's the most effective matchmaking startup event in Northern Europe. Uh, focuses on making deals and quality networking. It's a two-day event bringing together a focused international crowd of startups, investors, corporates, media, and influencers. Uh, 15 tracks are focused on various industries, technologies, and topics ranging from digital health and AI to social impact and scaling. Industry players can use the time efficiently and gather under one roof. The core of it all is one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings in what they call the deal room. And it will be in on June 5th and 6th in Helsinki. Then we are media partners of techjobsfair.com on in April 2019 in Berlin and May 2019 in Vienna. The fair will help in connecting the aspiring talents from all over the world as it opens for both professional and young ambitious intellects. It's a great opportunity for job seekers and employers to find the best from the available resources as well as we are media partners of Aufschwungmesser here in lovely Frankfurt. We will be there conducting live video interviews together with Gareth and me. Uh, meet us there on February 26th 
And finally, we are also media partners of the initiative called Frankfurt Forward, frankfurtforward.com. This brings us straight to housekeeping. We are, as we said, media partners of frankfurtforward.com, where we will interview the startup of the month until September. The first startup of the month is a very, very interesting company. It is called Fieldbus, which enables NGOs and companies to work more efficient and up-to-date with field stuff in very remote areas. They have, for example, the United Nations Development Program as one of their clients, as well as Welt Hungerhilfe. They have a dual headquarter in Dhaka, Bangladesh, and Frankfurt. And we did the interview here in Frankfurt in the Social Impact Lab. One more technical notice here from us and especially from me. We, meaning I, moved our audio hosting service. I'm not a techie and you felt it. So there have been some interruptions during the first days of 2019. We are very sorry about that, but it eventually paid off. Um, we are now available on many streaming sites and our downloads are much faster. Just pick one example and you can listen to us now. For example, on Spotify, you can find all the options to subscribe at TuneIn, Acast, all Android apps, been overcast as M FM and many more. And now turning to our um, and note, we are now turning our videos in additional audio podcasts. You will see them as um, references audio rip or AR. Um, there are already enough audio podcasts in the queue that we can bring you one interview a week until the beginning of October. Tell your friends. And startuprate.io straight to your cell phone in case you'll never want to miss any other episode again maybe audio or video you can find us on telegram where we post our publications directly to your cell phone Whew. dude that was a lot Hops. and the address for this for this is t.me slash startup radio news the internet address t.me hubs so basically moving on to um companies and cities first off frankfurt so what's new in frankfurt there will soon be a startup guide frankfurt eight startups in frankfurt um are um they already published eight startups in frankfurt to keep on your radar we have the link in the show notes um and um yeah the startup guide frankfurt will be launched here tomorrow it says tomorrow, tomorrow. yeah exactly tomorrow on the uh, 25th of January, and we'll be there, of course, with a lot of other people at the event. Christian, unfortunately, and, can't make it from New York just for this event. Uh, so maybe I will. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe I will just be there. Um, and uh, yeah, if in case you want to be really spontaneous and you are in Frankfurt, there is also a link for um, an Eventbrite event for the launch. 2018 was also an amazing year for startup financing in the Rhine-Main region. In total, 153.7 million euros was invested, which uh, split up in 68.5, so a bit less than half of it raised in IPOs by Frankfurt-based fintechs. And then there's roughly 48 million euros classical VC money. Uh, being paid in debt, convertibles and equity, and 35 million euros coming from ICOs, uh, where we track several here in Rhein-Main, but they really have a tough time. And finally, um, a little less than 2 million euro in 
crowdfunding. I think, yeah, I mean, the numbers are especially interesting, probably not for the absolute numbers, but to just see how um, this splits up in terms of the different ways to finance it. Iconic Lab, ICO and blockchain, uh, an ICO and blockchain accelerator who moved from Frankfurt to, sorry, who moved from Berlin to Frankfurt, closes a seven-figure financing round as FinLab increases its stakes, its stake in Germany's largest VC high-tech Gründerfonds invests. Don't worry, that's in for me to take it up here. Um, SAP dedicates 40% of their VC fund for women and minorities, which can be invested worldwide. Ticket size, uh, they're looking at 100 to 250,000 US dollars. And then there's another thing after WeWork, Mindspace, tribes people, as well as many local companies, uh, for example, Meet and Work, Die Zentrale, now also Rent24. The Berlin-based outfit starts in Frankfurt, even opening a fintech hub right station Frankfurt, and they are looking to open it in March. The Italian bank sells 2.1 billion in non-performing loans, so-called NPLs, to US investor Cerberus via Frankfurt-based NPL platform Debitos, reports the B2B publication Institutional Money. Congratulations to this huge success. Frankfurt's listed credit shelf is a credit platform for Germany's Mittelstand SMEs. They write that they receive loan requests for more than 1 billion euros in 2018 alone. You can also find an exclusive interview from us with them. Then we can move on to Cologne, where uh, the legacy world meets the startup world. German insurance company Gotha is corporate cooperating with fintech OptioPay, um, which enables the payout for insurance claims in several different ways. That's it for the cities. Moving on to companies, where at first we looked at um, new unicorns or a couple of new unicorns came uh, on our radar. For example, there is GoEuro, one word, a Berlin-based travel website, which now is a uh, unicorn reported by Deutsche Startups.de. And um, a bit bigger, and I think a bit more in the headlines here, um, is the Berlin-based FinTech N26, which just became Germany's first FinTech unicorn. Um, but they lost Matthias Oetken, CFO and CRO, um, re as reported by German newsletter Finanzszene and Revolut rival. Uh, yeah, and we have a couple of other uh, news about them. Revolut rival uh, N26 picks up 300 million as Europe's most valuable fintech startup. We have an article about that. And um, we have an article about how they now reorganize themselves. And because N26 gave shares to approximately one dozen important managers, including the CTO Patrick Kua and the head of international it's Alexander Weber. Then we have Schmaybe unicorns, which should be or maybe unicorns in the future. After N26 became a unicorn, Gründerszene has, no, has other German fintechs with the potential to become a unicorn on their list, including Solaris Bank, Deposit Solution, Raisin. Here you can also see a link. We do have an exclusive interview, in-depth interview of more than 30 minutes with the founder, where you can see how the regulation drove his business model. Finleap, Scalable Capital, Liquid, 
and the former darling Credit Tech, which is now still in trouble, may have a shot. And related to this, Credit Tech used to be the most valuable fintech in Germany. But their valuation went from 230 million euros to a few million. Actually, in the report, Kundersina says that the valuation went down to the point where it was only valued uh, at the cash in the balance sheet. Um, now they found another investor, Hamburg-based bank Fahrengold. Huh, Your like favorite. Fahrengold. Well, anyway. Yeah, well, uh, I just want to add something here. Um, so at first, the usual disclaimer, I also write for Gründerszene.de and their spin-off engine mobility, but people might know that by now. And the other thing I was interested in here is um whether you really whether you also think or whether you think at all that um fintech might now become the german thing i think it's interesting because so often we when we talk about the different cities in germany we say okay well um there are cities popping up with having specific strengths and uh now it seems as if in germany where for a very long time everyone was looking for why don't we have uh, why don't we build a facebook why don't we build amazon and google and now all of a sudden we see these apparently much smaller companies but still it seems as if there's a more vital um scene popping up from the, the bottom up in things like fintech and i mean probably mobility will be a case like this even though in mm -hmm. mobility they are often bought very early on but um yeah is fintech going to be the german thing what do you think? Um, I hope Germany will be an important player in that. You got to see also um, Brexit plays a role in there because every startup that wants to cover all of Europe has to make a decision if they remain in London or if they come to um, another city in Europe where it appears that Frankfurt is winning the race to be the next fintech hub within the European Union, which makes it even more valuable there. But you also got to see that Germany has a lot of markets where you can do something very easily with um, fintech, for example, yeah. um, SME banking, for example, mm -hmm. retail banking. And you have a lot of competition with all the, the, the different cooperative banks, the savings banks, the thrifts, the uh, private banks. And so there's a, a very diversified field and their um, fintechs always have the opportunity to pick corporation partners who do the regulated business. Plus, I do believe that we have to see a lot more really high-tech um, startups, um, steam startups, because Germany is very heavy in, uh, it's very good in heavy research in fields of physics, biology, chemistry and like. And I do believe we'll see more and more carve outs of this in the not too distant future um most likely because they have been putting a lot of money in making these businesses in the last few years yeah true true okay. having said that i'm ready to move on to my favorite part of the show our rocket internet corner so um this time around takeaway.com acquired delivery hero germany uh we have a closer look at that uh from the colleagues at dear room also related to that is that um, Delivery Hero sells its German business, Lieferheld, Pizza.de, and Foodora to competitor takeaway.com. Uh, well, I mean, that's basically the, the paraphrasing of the other story in a deal that is worth 900 million euros. 
um, 7 million of which are giving to employees in Germany. Then um, after the uh, Rocket Internet startup Caterwings did not do well in the catering market, Rocket Internet is starting the B2B food group, also backed by Holzbring Ventures and a third party, as reported by Gründerszene. And um, the probably, yeah, one of the most public or, um, yeah, one of the most public and, and, and promoted success stories of Rocket Internet is um, HelloFresh, now being the number one here in the US, bigger than Blue Apron in um, meal kits. But um, as it appears as if Rocket Internet uh, keeps selling its stake in HelloFresh. And because we saw in a filing uh, on January 8th, that um, they now only own 29.88%, so roughly 30%, down from what was 49%. And venture capital again. Uh, we uh, just take a little tip here um, because it's it's a lot here. Six-month-old German e-scooter startup Flash raises 55 millions. Um, the startup is from former delivery in Team he former delivery hero and Team Europe founder Lukas Gadowski. German HR and recruiting platform Personia raises 40 million. Unique-based fintech price FX raises 25 million euros. German cleantech company Sunfire raises 25 million. Austrian startup Tractive raises cash from Tivago founders for its cat and dog GPS tracking system. It's surprising that this is a thing. And Berlin-based suit company Horizon raises 10 million euros venture capital from investors like Project A. We Comments. also see... <laughs> Comments? No. We also see uh, a lot of... Um... Uh, news coming from the um, yeah field of corporate venture capital, where uh, older or let's say more established companies try to invest in up-and-coming ideas. For example, we see German airline Lufthansa investing in a Canadian startup called Hopper, uh, an undisclosed amount. It's an app that claims to be able to forecast the cheapest uh, flight to be booked. Then we have Pro7Sat1, a German media conglomerate, uh, which increased its state at around home, which was called the Käufer portal, um, uh, to 94% and also valuing the company at 140 million euros, which sounds like a healthy amount. We have Chinese e-commerce giant Alibaba, which has bought the Berlin-based open source platform Artisan for around 90 million euros. And we have the German credit scoring agency, like the German FICO, uh, Schufa, which took over the Munich-based FinTech API, um, which allows to access current accounts. And we have Jägermeister, which we know from going to a bar in the late 80s, um, invested in a startup for art events reported by Gründerszene, is a sec their second investment after the acquisition of a gin company called Ginsul. The bad news, the situation at the men's fashion company von Flörke keeps deteriorating. 
reports Generalanzeiger Bonn, which is the local newspaper. The shop in Cologne is sporadically open. Bonn and Münster closed. Another complaint against one of the founders was filed for delay of insolvency. Berlin-based e-commerce platform Lizara raised 85 million euros venture capital, but still had to file for insolvency end of 2018. The founder says they have time till end of January to find a buyer. This recording is done on the 24th of January and we have not heard anything from it, but the announcement can be later than the actual deal. Kundasina tells the story of 11 startups from Germany who found themselves in crisis 2018 and Monoki a Berlin-based platform for design furniture has to file for insolvency the second time in 2018, unfortunately. Moving on to PopTech, um, which becomes a bigger and bigger thing given the success of uh, WeWork, for example, or uh, the New York-based Notel, also investing in uh, other countries right now. They invested last year in Germany and um, in France, I think, but the Berlin-based PropTech Medici Living wants to add 1,300 shared flats in eight different US cities, uh, among them Austin, Austin, Denver, LA, Miami, Philadelphia, San Francisco, DC, for uh, $300 million, 260 million euros, backed by the family office W5 of real estate investor Ralph Winter. Then there's German realtor uh, Mac Makler, which exceeded its goals for 2018. The startup brokered a volume of 400 million euros, 1,600 apartments and houses were in the inventory. They hired 100 new realtors. Um, again, here probably we can say that if uh, you always have to ask yourself why they give you these numbers. So if they say brokered volume, then obviously it's like the bigger, more convincing number, and it's not really about um, revenue or profit, but still um, seems like a good way to start out. Yeah, and usually there are some certain fees for certain types of um, real estate. So if you know something about the, the business, you could even guesstimate their revenue. All other news, it's the last section. Berlin-based recruitment firm StepStone acquires e-learning platform Study Drive and It's My Cargo to launch online shop for logistics, reports Hamburg News. And of course, then there's only stay ahead of the curve left. Whew, that was the last question, right? My Taxi, uh, a taxi hailing app owned by and Daimler generated a loss of 18 million for their business year 2016-17. There's a Dow Jones Venture report about investment in European companies, which remains steady, but the deal flow dives. And then there is, as always, Facebook, which also recently complained that the New York Times is treating it so badly these days. Facebook is just as interested as its peers in fostering ethical AI. The social network has teamed up with the Technical University of Munich also like a much debated uh, investment in at the university side of things because they wonder if they should go or not with a um profit oriented company basically driving the internet without um acknowledging the power that they have um but they want to uh, build an independent ai ethics research center in southern germany and then there's the german digital association bitcom which published a study laying out that every eighth online purchase is returned in germany christian i probably return more than every eighth thing uh i actually do 
um, return less. And now we do have seven pages which we covered. And um, I want really to rephrase that. I don't. I I don't ever return anything. Please don't put me on your blacklist. <laughs> I just like to buy. I like to buy stuff. <laughs> Great. Me too. Uh, Christian, it was my pleasure. Hopefully, we're gonna meet soon, end of February, for the next startup news. And till then, you know, you have a lot of publications coming up, maybe audio and video. And of course, you can now even listen to us on Spotify. Ain't it cool? One day, we may be able to do the live news on YouTube and Spotify at the same time. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.